Hello, hello everyone, and welcome back to Hattrick Hockey Podcast, episode 115. Rob, Ant, and Tristan here today, and today we are with a fine gentleman who has played throughout many leagues and levels of hockey, uh, has been a point getter and a leader in each one of these organizations, uh, such as the LaSalle Vipers, Windsor Lancers, and currently the captain of the Tilbury Bluebirds. We welcome to the show, Dylan Denam. Dylan, how are you? I'm good, boys. How's it going? Ooh. Doing well. First good. of all, Tristan, great fucking intro <laughs> right off the hop here. That was fantastic. Uh, he, he loved that little stutter step too, right? <laughs> Reminded me of myself. Yeah. Dash one. <laughs> Still gets the dash one on that. Yeah. I love you it. Gentlemen in, in that intro yeah. as well. So you're the first gentleman that we've had on, yeah. our, uh, on our episodes. Yeah. <laughs> They're few and far between. <laughs> yeah. So we're happy to have you. Uh, yeah, I appreciate it. I'm happy to be on. Yeah, man, we finally finally got you lined up. You and I have been shooting shit for a while. I've been trying to get you lined up. So actually a long time ago, so probably like a year ago, my buddy Brandon St. Pierre was, huh. like, was like, hey, you got to get this guy on. And he gave me your name. But me and Rob at that time, were we were slammed. Like we had so many interviews and shit we were doing. It was, it was nuts for us. So I'm like, I'm going to get him on at some point. I'm going to get him on at some point. And then I seen you were playing where you're at now with the birds. Yeah. And I'm like... Fuck, same guy St. Pierre was talking about. So I figured now was a good time. Yeah, Saints of Beauty. I love him. He's uh, <laughs> He was my uh, – he ran a team in that Wednesday league in Amherstburg. I played there for a couple of years in the okay. Wednesday nights. Right on, right on. He's good shit. I, I started playing in there a long time ago. Well, I finished playing in there a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> but my first, first question to you is, uh, where's your Movember? You would have a uh, sick Movember. It'll be uh, – I'm getting the handlebars out for Saturday's game. The boys uh, – Oh, beauty. Actually, pulled up a picture for me and from junior, my last year junior, and I had the handlebars, and they were like, if you don't fucking bring this back, we're going to have to So I was like – my girlfriend's like, oh, you're disgusting. But I was like, all right, I'll bring it back for Saturday. You'd be like, like uh, Clark Gillies. You'd have oh, that big old duster, eh, coming down. Oh, it's terrible. I like I'm when I was 20, like 16 and 17 year old kids would be like, look at this fucking grown ass man. For <laughs> How is your dad on the team? Yeah. <laughs> hey, how's the thing? I am 17 with the fucking piece of paper. Yeah. Drinking I'm 12. Stuff. <laughs> yeah. That's funny, man. I love All right. It. So, so my, my second question to you is, is, uh, so how did, how did you get, what, what year and how did you get started in hockey? Ah, uh, like not I, the year, but how old were you? I think I was four, four or five. Um, my older, my two uncles played. My dad, none of my like my none of my people on my dad's side played or anything like that. Um, and then my older cousin played, so I kind of I literally since I could watch TV or anything, I was glued to hockey night in Canada and stuff like that. I'm a big Red Wing guy. Loved, uh, was blessed growing up. <laughs> with the wings so uh, yeah i just from there from four years old on i just i love it i can't get enough mm -hmm. now you played you were a riverside boy weren't you Is yeah that... i played for the Rangers. i actually coach there now too i coach uh the uh, u14 team this is my second year doing it oh boy that's i'm sure it gets interesting eh dude <laughs> yeah i could <laughs> I could talk for hours on that. Coaching ain't what it used to be, eh? No, not. 
I think I said like I was like fuck on the bench, and the linesman went and told on me on the weekend, and then the oh. ref. Me, I was like, all right, dad, like fuck, sorry for, sorry for swearing. I didn't even swear at anybody. Like I just said fuck. Yeah. Like having some emotion in the game, right? Yeah, it's it's insane. It's insane. Oh. Can't do anything anymore. Did you get a pee pee whack for that? No, I I I, uh, I I actually knew the ref. I was like, come on, and he's like, we can't, you can't say that anymore. And I'm like. All right, like sorry, like, sorry. Say it's hockey for fuck's sakes. Yeah, <laughs> and, I, say, I, say it just I like that. I, I think I do. <laughs> Fiddlesticks. Yeah. Now, um, playing uh, during your AAA years, uh, there's lots of talent that plays AAA before everyone goes off in their separate ways and in careers and that. Who would you say, or who do you think is the best player you had an opportunity to play against or with while you were playing AAA in Windsor? Um, so I only did AAA for two years, grade nine and grade 10. Um, and my draft year, like we had some studs around here. Um, so I'm 93. So we had pumps, uh, Broussard, brass is a good buddy of mine. He's, he's gross. Obviously a first round OHL guy, I like pumps first round OHL guy. Um, we had some studs, uh, and then we had some late bloomers too, but the guys that obviously went far. The, the furthest besides um, myself were like pumps and, and brass. Those two guys were, were sick. And then a yeah. uh, couple other guys that I, my, some of my favorite teammates ever were like, that were late bloomers were Scott Pryor and Dylan Segan, who I played with. I think I played with Pryor for 10 years with, whether it be junior uh triple a uh university and pro i got to play with them for a year in pro which is pretty sick in france that's gotta be awesome yeah like playing with your best buddies is it's not a bad thing for that long but yeah pumps and like pumps and brass were just like pumps especially heads head and heels over better than everybody else at that age like pumps (laughs) pumps the left you come down the right side and let a snapper go far side bar down every time i'm just like fuck like you literally tell your boys, like, stay on the fucking far post, man. You know it's going fucking far down. Like, you might as well just cheat and stand over there. But yeah, no, he was nasty. Uh, that whole Sun County team was nasty too. Like, we're younger, Kyle Shaw, Brendan McCann, like Dylan, Dylan Segan, like I said, all those guys were were fucking were gross. And then yeah. Windsor side, we were kind of short with uh, talent, but we had some good guys like Alex Segan and Broussard and and myself, and that's pretty much. Like, as far as guys that went far, yeah, Sun County was loaded. It's mm-hmm. awesome. Good age group of hockey players. Yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah, you could say that. Well, what was your favorite memory of pumps? Oh, boy. Um, I don't I think I I was just uh, on Snapchat with him uh, probably I don't, about an hour ago before. I don't I think I have any favorite memories. They just kicked our ass every fucking time we played. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like, is there a like, mercy rule or something? Yeah. <laughs> like, fuck. Yeah, there's not a favorite memory. Those guys, this is the Sun County Windsor. It's not like today. Like, I go, I even watched Junior today. It's like, guys are so buddy buddy with guys they know on the other team. It drives me nuts. Like, yeah, even kid, Tommy Sticks, I, I coach. It's, yeah, it's like, fuck off, man. You can be his buddy, <laughs> jerk him off after the game. Like, <laughs> yeah, they get too comfortable and close. Yeah. I remember like Dylan, C- like Segan and, and like Tony Spitaleri and those guys, like Cole Chevalier, who I'm teammates with on Tilbury. All those guys were overagers. This like same year as me. They were on Leamington. I was on LaSalle. 
they were literally like before the game, they would talk about how they would try to run me from behind or just what you do. Like, and I was like, thanks guys. Like after, like, it's funny now, but I love that. It's yeah. how it should be. Like, yeah. Now there's after outside. Yeah, exactly. Go ahead. What happens during the game? Like that's during the game. That's you're in a war, right? It's, yeah. Be fucking like you said, Tommy Sticks. <laughs> no Tommy like, Sticks. No. Did you play any like high school hockey at all? Yeah. For who? Played high school for Riverside. Uh, I went to Riverside. Um, I played high school one year. Oh yeah. Uh, once you go up, you yeah. Can't. Actually, my grade eleven year was pretty crazy. Uh, so they had a the sixteen year old rule, obviously for junior. Mm-hmm. I don't know how, but our the GM at the time did some did some finagling. So I was playing triple A, junior B, and high school hockey in the same year. I think I played a hundred something games of hockey. Jeez. And I won I won a Southey with LaSalle when I was 16. So I played <laughs> all the playoffs, all the Southern Cup. Like I finished the whole high school hockey year, played all triple A year. So it was like, yeah, I don't I think there's something i think there's a new rule or there is a rule that they enforce a little more strict now but yeah i played all three in grade yeah now grade it's as soon as you play junior as soon as you sign any sort of freaking junior card or anything you can't can't play high school yeah yeah, mm-hmm. so, yeah i played a lot of hockey that year <laughs> that's crazy yeah. yeah that that honestly leads into my my next question i was gonna ask playing you know going up to junior b out of that triple a in high school situation was the transition easy for you but saying that all in one year like how was it did you feel I honestly, like i think it playing going up to junior b and then going down it, like so i didn't have the best start that year for triple a and then when i started going up to junior b i just like helped so much mm-hmm. like just you learn new things you kind of look at some of the older guys that are just nasty out there like I got to I got to have like DJ Turner and Drew Palmer, and we actually had Ryan Baldwin come back that year from the Spitz. Who's like, yeah, he's a nat, he's an animal, tough guy, but actually super skilled. Like nobody knows that. Like he put up over a point per game. Like had like almost thirty goals in in thirty five games in Junior B that last year. Like he's so like just watching those guys when you're sixteen and like and like after practice, Baldy would grab like the younger guys, like to, to show you how to fight and stuff like that. Just like, <laughs> like stuff you need like i don't think it's shown enough nowadays so that, that really helped a lot which is really cool yeah it helps you view the game in a different way right you get oh, a different different ice view and it showed you how to have a good time in junior too obviously being the young guy with those those older guys uh yeah. not not cut from the same cloth those guys <laughs> Well, the the, the uh, fighting is few and far between anymore. You know, like you're you're more ought, ought to go out and get a smoothie than grab somebody and tune somebody on the ice now. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. It's there's like, no power never, forwards anymore. You know, like no, the Kachucks and stuff like that. They're they're very rare that they're in a draft. Yeah, which is crazy to me because like I think those are your most valuable guys, right? And they're like, the you, best yeah. hockey. Yeah, you can. You're not going to have your McDavid's on every team, obviously, but come playoff time, you need those guys. Like mm-hmm. that's, that's, I feel like that's the most Windsor style hockey too. Like you guys got, got guys like Cass that playoff times come. They're fucking most viable player, right? Like that. Cam Jansen, guys, guys yeah, like that. that. Yeah. For and sure. Potter, like those guys, yeah. like they're blue collar. And that's, that's yeah. what I view my, that's kind of like how I was brought up. 
yeah, yeah. I could be skilled and but like fuck that. I like to clean somebody like take somebody's head off and score. <laughs> it's nice. <laughs> it's fun. Hey, so yeah. speaking of no rip- gas pedals in the dressing room. <laughs> hey, so speaking of ripping someone's fucking head off. So your last year of AAA, I hate to go back a little bit. You had 99 fucking PIMS, man. Like you couldn't get another trip, a cross check, punch on the head, 10 minute misconduct, something to get it over a hundred. I had a little too much. I had a little too much fun that year. I was, I got my coach, uh, I actually still love that. Those guys, some of my favorite coaches. I had Ted Pruin. He's so long and retired now, but, um, those guys were awesome. Like they loved the, the rough stuff and, and all that shit. And that's kind of the year where it's like, yeah, you're going to play junior well you are playing junior a bit now and you're going to play junior you got to toughen up a bit and you got to take some penalties it looks better on the, on the fucking stat sheet if you got uh okay <laughs> yeah so that's hilarious now uh jumping back so at this point you're with LaSalle and you're a couple years into your you know junior career and I see you made the decision to head out west to the BCHL. What what led you to make that decision? And was it correlated to like maybe aspirations for possibly OHL or AJHL? Just explain that more. Um, actually, so my goal was to get go NCAA. Um, that's what my goal was. I I regret that kind of being my goal type of thing. Like I wish I would have I had a couple opportunities from eighteen to twenty to play in the OHL, and I said no because. I wanted guaranteed uh, schooling hmm. and I'd look back now and I'm like, ah, you probably would have thrived more playing in the OHL. It's more your style as opposed to the NCAA where it's just flying up and down the wings. Like they, they play more of a skilled skill. I like skilled style of game. I'd say like fast Open style. Yeah. Yeah. It's whereas the OHL is more rough and more, more uh, pertains like a power forward. Like you said, where I thought I would, but that's my game kind of thing. So um had a had a couple offers in the OHL, said no, had a, uh, an offer in the queue uh with me and Pryor, Scott Pryor to go out there. He went to tryouts, I didn't. He actually made the team, but he's like, nah, I want to keep trying for NCAA type of thing. So we were looking at it. Um, we had our coaches, and after our one group of coaches left, like Ryan Donnelly. Um, Scott Lehman, Cam Crowder that we had my 19 year old year in, in LaSalle, they were leaving and we were like, well, we kind of didn't know if we wanted to stay or not. So we were kind of looking at our options. Um, so me, him and Corey Morgan were sending video out and stuff like that to the BC because we heard obviously that's the best league to get scouted for um, NCAA. Okay. So we ended up all going into Nanaimo. Um, uh, they... They ended up staying. I told the coach I'm going home. I had a, I didn't have the best, uh, didn't have the best billet situation. And I just, I'm not gonna lie. I fucking hated the coach. I was like, <laughs> he's, he's the kind of guy that was like, Oh, you're not allowed to go out to the bars, stuff like that. And I'm fucking 20 years old. Like it's my last year junior. Like, what do you mean? You can't go to the bars and stuff like that. So I just wasn't a situation that I was thrilled to be in. Um, so I was like, fuck it. Like, I'm just going to go back, um, LaSalle and I came back to LaSalle. I think I missed the first 10, 11 games. And that was honestly one of my, my, with Donnelly and them was probably one of my favorite years of hockey. But when I was 20, that, that year was 
uh, was awesome. Like probably, probably I'd say top two year in junior for sure. That was one of the most fun years I've had going back with Fuller as my coach. Awesome. Did, did I miss something? Did we skip all through the Vipers? Oh, fire away about the Vipers. I was going to well, ask. No, like, I just wanted to know, like, so, so how did it come about that you got a hold of, or got under the Vipers, donned the jersey, practices, captain, or, uh, tryouts, all that stuff? Like, um, how'd that all go down? I actually tried out when I was 16. Okay. Uh, went to camp. I was, see, I was a late bloomer. My draft year, I was like, I wasn't big. I was only like 5'5", five, 5'6". Five, five, and then that summer, I went six foot, 200 pounds in one, in one summer. So that's when I kind of came into my own. I, everybody say that, like, yeah, he was a late bloomer. Um, and then I went to tryouts, and then I just started uh, lighting it up for the AAA. And then um, Kevin McIntosh, who was the GM, and uh, Don Nelson was the coach at the, at the time. They uh, kept bringing me out to the practices. And then uh, um, Whaley, Michael Whaley was with the Spitz at the time. So he kept going up and down. And Dylan Segan was their only other 16-year-old. So I would uh, I would get – I'd practice with them every week and then get games whenever they had a guy injured or whatnot. So that's pretty much how it uh, it happened. I like, went, to, went unnoticed kind of at camp or maybe – made a name for myself at camp. I wasn't a draft pick. I didn't ever got drafted to the OHL, nothing like that. And then I guess I had a good camp and, and I got off to a good start. So then LaSalle contacted me and then kind of that's how it happened. Now your, your last year there, you wore the C. So how did they kind of let you know that you were going to do it? Did you have any feeling or was it all just kind of out of nowhere for you? Um, well, they hadn't picked one. Like I said, I went up to BC that year um and they hadn't had one like I came home um and they still hadn't picked captains and then when I came home uh after the first I think it was two or three games um Billy was like okay we're make uh he brought me in the room and he announced that kind of told me he was announcing me as a captain and then announcing uh a couple other guys that have been with the squad for a while uh as the A's like Zach Percy who yeah he, first absolute <laughs> absolute animal <laughs> the uh so first was an a uh, brett langlois was an a and then uh brendan mccann uh was also an a so yeah that was pretty cool um mm-hmm. i'd been a uh i was an assistant captain i think 18 19 and then obviously got to see my 20 year old year so yeah it was cool mm-hmm. No, what, what, what go, what, sorry, just talking about that. Like, what goes into the conversation on that? Like, how does that go down? Like, hey, you want to see, or, you know, we think like they're pumping your tires. They're, you know, no, Billy's not a tire pumper. Billy's like a sarcastic. He's honestly the funniest. Gary, you the pepper mill. Yeah. The old fucking pepper grinder. <laughs> like, Billy, he'll bring you in the room. And, like, you don't know what he's going to say. And he'll start off like, start saying something you're like what the fuck are you talking about and he'll just be like oh, i'm just kidding he's like uh we're naming you the captain it's kind of like that no. <laughs> just like my and i'm just like okay thanks billy like <laughs> thanks uh, fucking roller coaster yeah he's honestly fucking he was one of the best coaches i've had he's he's hilarious um <laughs> did you find it to be a lot of pressure no no um i was uh i was the captain pretty i think every year except for one or two growing up playing travel and then um triple a i was the seed my last year and then 
uh, like, like I said, I got to watch DJ Turner had it. And then Matt Bodwin, who I was an assistant for, and then Eric Noel got to see the year after who I was also an assistant for. So it's not, uh, I'm more so pressure. Just you can't shy away from the habits that you already had, right. To get the, uh, the letter. So I, I think I was always a hardworking guy and kind of a, I was a leader on and off the ice and it was good to all the guys kind of thing. Easy guy to get along with. So it, it wasn't, uh, wasn't hard. Didn't change, have to change anything. That's awesome. So you get yourself the Sutherland cup, have an outstanding career at junior B. Now comes the time for. Uh, one, what made you choose uh, the university of Windsor and uh, speak more on how it differs from junior hockey. Um, so I actually had no, I had a, a, a lot of division three offers, um, spoke to one D one school, but it's like, you know, I'm not paying a hundred grand a year to the school. Like, I'm fucking chance. Like, yeah. fuck, I'm already, I was already in debt leaving University of Windsor, let alone going to fucking NCAA school, being in debt, 60, 70,000 US a year, right? So. Hammer was the only school that uh, in Canada that offered me. Um, and I was like, so obviously it's a no brainer. All of my ex teammates are playing there. Um, and I've seen how the program uh, was developed over the past couple of years. It's, it's a winning program. Right. Um, and then I knew that year, my first year going in that we were going to have a, uh, a solid, solid team. A lot of guys coming back. And then right before, um, kind of we had mini camp type a little little skate all the ex guys and there was two there was two right wingers that were there from the previous uh years and i had a great uh i had a great mini camp uh, i was putting the puck in the net and just kind of playing my game and everything was kind of falling in and those two guys ahead of me flunked out so it kind of opened a very opportunistic door for me to uh be a, a top six forward right off which is like something you don't really expect to in your first year right like sometimes rookies in CIS don't even play a single game all year which is just crazy because it's a short season yeah especially um, they were they had a reputation to keep up they were coming off a queen's cup so yeah, yeah. so I actually got to play Drew Palmer was uh, my line mate the whole year and I played first power play and um like because obviously a lot of help from those guys we we were ranked top five pretty much all year and like I won rookie of the year that year and like it was it was it was crazy just like getting to play with those guys was was huge off the off the hop and we had Spencer Pommels who had the scoring on the scoring title that year too so it's like you walk into a good situation I just kind of took the most of my uh opportunity thrived mm-hmm. So was uh, Mike Paley there too as an assistant coach and Todd Warner when you were no. there? No, no, okay, yeah. it was, uh, uh, I had John Nelson as an assistant. So it was nice. He left LaSalle, who was my head coach for a couple of years. And then um, I was already familiar with him um, and he was an assistant with the university and Hammer was obviously still the head coach. And then uh, Andy Delmore was there my second year and actually Justin Soltz was uh, my assistant uh, my first year as well. How awesome was Hammer as a coach? Um, He's good. Honestly, Hammer, I will say this, he is 
one of the most organized, um, like prepared coaches I've ever had in my life. Like he knows what every team's doing before you fucking know what any team. Like the video was like some it's, some guys aren't video guys and like will say like fuck it was the worst thing ever. But if you can appreciate it from a hockey standpoint, like you are, if you're not ready to go for that game, then you got something wrong with you because Hammer had fucking. Fuck, I, I don't even know what he knew. What guys were having fucking pregame on that on every any team. <laughs> he wasn't getting out coached. No, no, <laughs> nothing. I will say that I'm one of the most prepared coaches I've ever had. Which awesome. is like, you're not going in any situation blind or anything like that. Yeah, you got the game notes. Yeah. So he and like like he did video and everything, right? You see, like you were saying. Oh yeah. Guys. So you would oh, you guys yeah. sit there as a squad, or would he kind of pull you in one on one? He would do full, or? yeah, full team video, and then if you had shit to show, like he would do power play on the side, stuff like that, and then if you had individual uh, shit to show, he would bring guys one on one too. Mm-hmm. So like it was fucking get the clips out the ass. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Yeah, I do have been like just a, such a cool experience, like growing up with these guys and now you're playing with them all at the university, you know, like you mentioned your buddy, uh, Segs there. And then well, I know personally, and he would have played with you in LaSalle. Who's that? Sorry. The second one. You cut out there. Uh, Chad Shepley. Oh, Shep. Yeah. yeah. Shep's an awesome guy. Um, like I said, when he was, uh, he came on when he was a little bit older to, uh, to junior B, but fuck, he, the guy's a machine. You've seen his body. Like he's got like 1% body fat for fuck's sakes. I don't understand. <laughs> it's insane. I should be a model. Ultralights. Yeah. It's sick thing. It's honestly sick. Staring in the Michelobes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he likes well, a good time too, which is crazy. What, what was the one burn you hated playing like in university? Uh, like who had the shittiest burn? Honestly, we probably did. <laughs> I didn't mind it because I was a bigger guy. So you, <laughs> all these teams come into the small rink. They're like, "Fuck, we got to go play Windsor." These guys fucking run around like animals. Yeah, it's a ad stall, like, the old ad stall arena, right? No, it's uh South Windsor. Oh, South yeah. Windsor. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So like, you got a team like fucking uh, Guelph or York coming from Ice Rink, bigger than Leamington's. And they got to come in the shoe box and they're just like, fuck, we know we're getting battered and fucking bruised. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know why they didn't take the old barn and put both university hockey teams in there and the Windsor Express in there. So they had the old barn. Something. Uh, I mean, keep you guys there. Yeah, I know. I know. Or like you could have took 80 knocks and redid the whole thing. It's yeah. right there near the university. But no, they put you at 15 minutes down the fucking uh, here on church. Well, you could have put St. Clair College in there too as well, right? Like, yeah, you could have put all everywhere. Everything could have went in there. It actually is worse for the university because they get less of a fan base because all these other schools, like Brock just has, I think Brock has a new rink. Like it's right on campus. Western's right on campus. Um, all those schools are pretty much right on campus. So it's like they get a nice uh, school section, whereas Windsor – it's got to be like a good night or it's mostly just friends and family type of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, I think in all honesty, I've been to a couple games there where, uh, uh, Paley was the assistant coach and, uh, 
I think I think the other uh, team had more fans there than <laughs> Windsor did. Honestly, probably, probably yeah. in cases for sure. Yeah, yeah. The worst games over those. I mean, it was fun because there's a lot of fans, but the school school day games. So they oh, bring yeah. them. It was like fucking noon game. Zoo. I went like, to one. I couldn't believe how many people. Twelve o'clock in the afternoon. It's like fuck. Your whole game day routine's ruined, and you got a bunch yeah. of screaming kids running around <laughs> <laughs> like animals. No one's watching the game. No, that off the leash, just everybody. <laughs> That's funny. Hey, what did you end? How did you end up overseas? Like you said, you played one year over, like over there, right? You said Italy. Uh, uh, France. France. Okay, France. Yeah. How so was I, that there? That had to have been nuts. It was awesome. It was fucking awesome. Um, me and so Pryor played in the uh, Scott Pryor played in the division uh, like it's called Division One, so it'd be like the second league in France. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he played good over there. And then coach from League Magnus, there, which is the top league, uh, contacted him, and he was like, "Oh, uh, I'm interested in having you sign over here. You were." really good in, in division one we think you're division uh top league player and he is a top league player he's fucking awesome um and he was like yeah i'm looking for you know any canadian forwards or whatever and he was like yeah i do and then he contacted me and sent over my stuff to the the coach and then the coach called me right away and me and him so me and him were like fuck yeah let's go so we went to strasbourg france that's where uh that's where we were and we were roommates there for a full year it was it was honestly one of the best experiences i'll probably have in my life mm. like go to some barns it's fucking up to ten thousand fans it's all chanting they're fucking going ape shit <laughs> hammered some, no glass behind the bench oh, so it's like goodness. fans are right on top of you <laughs> do they use deodorant over there like do they smell really bad <laughs> oh actually they're actually good they're good <laughs> I, I have a couple of lifelong buddies that i played with that are there that live in france and wouldn't change experience for the world. Like, there's some good Canadians over there, like ex-NHL guys and, and like, that are, are French-speaking and all that stuff. And, like, the Bordeaux team we played, one of the rinks that would sell out, they had fucking Tanner Glass on their team at the oh. time. So, me and Scott, well, Scott played video games with uh, Ryan Wilson because he was in Finland at the time. Yeah, Willie. I, I was with Willie in the summers. It was one so, of our first two episodes. Yeah. yeah. So Willie was like, go, just go say hi to, to Glass or pregame, like in warm-ups and say, Willie says hi, and he's not going to bug you guys the whole game because he's a fucking animal, Glass, <laughs> yeah. obviously. So we went and shot the shit with him, and he was like, he's one of those guys that's like the puck drops, and there's, that's a scary, that's a fucking yeah, the switch just turns off. and yeah. It's legit. He, actually, he sent a suey pass to one of my teammates. That's one of his teammates, and my European defenseman, fucking some Slovak guy, just cleaned this guy's clock, knocked him out cold. And there's a video, you just see glass come up, one cross check to the face, the guy puts his hands up, sheds, and just like whack, whack, whack. And our teammates fucking dead. He's buckled. buckled. And I'm just yelling from the bench, like, fucking run, get off the ice. He's coming. <laughs> get off. Fuck. He's coming. Run. Eyes and you're like that's that's not human. It's scary. No. So. Yeah. yeah. Now that year in uh, Strasbourg was wrapped in in the states. 
So you finally got to go over there while it wasn't NCAA. Uh, what, when you got done with University of Windsor, what, what led you to go to the uh, Mason Mayhem? So Macon, Macon Mayhem. Macon, okay. So I actually signed. Yeah, I signed in the uh, <laughs> signed in the coast. I was with Cincinnati, um, and Macon uh, Kevin Kerr. He's uh, played for the Spits way back in the day, and he's he's got some. Uh, actually, one of his scouts live in Windsor, but he had messaged me before about going over there, and I was like, you know what, I'm signing in the coast. If I if anything happens there and I get uh, released, I'll come for you guys type of thing um so i went to cincinnati's camp and then it's as any will tell you it's a numbers game if you're not if you're not signed on a two-way or anything like that and those two-way guys come back and you're right out of school it's doesn't matter if you're good enough not good enough you're gonna get sent down so i was like all right i got sent down after camp so i uh i called kerr and then i ended up going down to uh it's right right outside of atlanta georgia okay mm-hmm and I honestly loved it. Um, get free golf. It's fucking 60 degrees plus every day. We got 4,000 plus fans every game. Yeah, it was fucking awesome. Free golf? Game. Yeah. What? Pot, pot. Yeah. Pot, pot. That we were uh, members too, I guess you could say. So we uh, they got to golf whenever we wanted. That's uh, awesome. Hey, when you, when you were in France, though, I wanted to get back one more question there in, in France. What, what like what was what was your favorite go to food there? Well, I was gonna ask that too. <laughs> That's fucking hard. Um, so much good food. Honestly, it's amazing. But like, uh, so they they their grocery stores like their boulangeries they're they're called. Um, you walk in, they have like the fucking fresh uh baker like the bakery right always attached to the grocery store and you get like, like we were on the ice so much and shit like you couldn't eat enough carbs like yeah you know, and it's over there it's everything's made like fresh it's not like over here where it's fucking packed with shit yeah. and you all processed yeah you feel like a bag of dicks after yeah. over <laughs> there it's like um fre- uh, full baguette like one of the big size baguettes um and like fresh uh they'll do like um like French, fresh lunch meats and stuff like that. And uh, like prosciutto and all that good shit. And you get, it's like a dollar for the fucking, the baguette. And it's like another $2 for like meat. So you got a sandwich that's like this fucking, <laughs> you cut it, you cut it like fucking fours and you got a sandwich. Like you literally could have a full day of just eating a sandwich. Like <laughs> he, he that's the team. <laughs> it's honestly insane. And then honestly, their, uh, their Italian food was very good there, which is like cr- it was, I don't know if that's, it was weird, but like every high-end restaurant we went to was phenomenal. Like the home cooked, like the the home cooked meals and stuff there was, was awesome, but probably their, their bakeries and stuff like that was my favorite part. Mm-hmm. What like about breads, breads and bagels and shit? Oh, yeah. Yeah. What about the like nightlife there? Like, were you guys recognized while, while you were out or was it anything like that? Or was it just kind of the boys just out crushing the town? So yeah, the, uh, we weren't, uh, like the, the town knew, but like in Strasbourg you have, so we were part of the CHL, like the champions league, but they also have soccer Strasbourg. That's a part of the champions league and they have ba- uh, basketball and their basketball was like six, 7,000 fans a game. Soccer is like 140,000 fans a game. It's mm. fucking 
thinking. I've never, I've never seen something like being at the soccer game. Like they had, they were playing PSG the one, the one day. So like they had like Neymar and Mbappe and those fucking guys playing and they literally stick the fucking wrote the away fans, like the PSG fans in a cage. Cause like they're fucking animals. They'll beat the wheels off each other. In the <laughs> they're fucking throw, hooligans. Throw they're rocks hooligans. and shit. They'll light off fireworks. So it's, that was it's a game, man. Yeah. It's insane. So like those guys were like known. They're making mills, millions of dollars over there. So I was like, we slid under the radar kind of thing. The nightlife was fucking unbelievable. Like the bars, um, me and Scott, before we went, we're like, Hey, we got to, set a goal here we got to try a different fucking beer every time we go out i think we got to like 70 almost 80 different beers we tried wow and like their beers no preservatives or any shit like i said back home here you get their some of their beers are fucking like 17 percent. you have a couple of those in a stein and you're fucking, <laughs> you're fucking absolutely googly eyed by the time you leave. Yeah, like, like cookie monster by the time you leave the fucking bar yeah, after two. And you're not really that hungover in the morning which was like which was nice too because you don't get that shit draft beer you don't yeah. have to draft shit well, it's, it's not it's not that the total. beer shit is is that the pipes aren't getting clean so all yeah. that sediment and shit f- fills them pipes, oh, yeah. and as they're pumping it through like because my my buddy said when he was in england Running, running one of the uh, whatever you call them, the, one of those soccer places. Yeah, uh, he said they would they would come in once a week and and clean out those pipes because that's exactly what happens is that that sediment builds up in there and then people get that in their draft and next thing you know they're all hung over and they're not coming back the next day so they want them to come back the next day so they make yeah. sure the pipes are cleaned out like I, I want to say it was almost like every five days they were having them come in and clean them out. Yeah, well, we had the one bar we'd go to. It was like a little brewery too underneath. Mm-hmm. So their lines would go right to the the fresh beer. It wouldn't even be oh, kegs. Nice. So wow. it's like they're fucking, they're just pumping out the good stuff. Right oh, into man. the vat? Honestly, it's, yeah. It's like a hookah. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> uh, and then the club scene, like, we'd go out at midnight and, like, you'd stay out till, like, and the, the tram or whatever you want to call it would go right from our house or our apartment all the way, take you right into Germany. So we would go, there's a club, one of the clubs, um, kind of one we'd go to most often, um, right outside where the tram station was. So you'd go in there, the tram station would stop at 1230. So we'd get there for 12 and then it would reopen at six. So we'd leave the club at like 545 and hop back (laughs) on the tram. (laughs) No curfews whatsoever. That's awesome. Uh, the nightlife was sick there. Like it was, I'll never complain. It was awesome. Was there a lot of techno, or was it like, we, did you could could you find some rock and roll places, or? Yeah, there was actually a couple of bars that they were like it was they were based off like North. Um, there was an Irish bar. Yep. Uh, we'd go to. There was like a North American pub. Um, and then there was like a couple. Obviously, the techno was fucking. It was just raving out your ass. Uh, yeah, I was like, I can't, I can't do this shit. For <laughs> uh, but How yeah, many glow sticks did you come home with? Uh, honestly, <laughs> glitter everywhere. Uh, That's no. what your, your girlfriend said. What what uh, strip club did you go to? I was <laughs> on a bar techno. Yeah. No, no, it was fucking. Yeah, it was a great time. I wouldn't change anything there for the world it was awesome except the bus trips 
fuck that. Mm-hmm. Every one bus game, trips? One game, 24-hour bus ride. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. And they're like they're sleeper buses, which aren't bad. Like you, get you couldn't do bus. it by train, even. I just I think our owners were cheap. Oh, so, fucker! What a fucking yeah, chance! You you think the uh, your your league your union would have that in like no trips over six hours or you know what I mean? Yeah, like, something like that in, in the constitution. Like yeah, we go up a day early, but still, it was like fuck. It took you a day to get there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's crazy. That was brutal. What made you leave all that good stuff and come back here? Um, Tilbury Bluebirds. So, yeah, honestly, I didn't know if I was going to play again after I was done in France. Um, I just did my CBSA application for the the border at the time, and then that started moving along, and then um, I was like, "Fuck, man!" Like I, I'm. I don't I'm I miss it so much like I'm not done playing type of thing so I re-signed I went back my buddies were still playing in Georgia so I went the latter half of the year there and then fucking COVID like ruined a lot of lives yeah so that ruined my last year pro there which sucked because we were we were on a we were rolling at the end there right before playoffs we had a good team down the stretch and that was a lot of fun. One of my most fun years playing too. And it just fucking ruined everything. So I was like, I'm not sitting around waiting for a, a year and a half. I got to go home and I'm going to get a job and, um, and just start that life after hockey type of thing. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I've been playing beer leagues around here, which I fucking hate. I can't stand beer leagues. They fucking, I actually played against heroes that are out there. there. I actually really? played against you. So did you play in a summer league a couple years back at the ice park on like Monday nights or something or Tuesday nights? Tuesday or whatever? nights. Tuesday yeah, because I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? I'm like, this guy is like a big dude. And I'm like, he's flying around out there just ripping bar down. I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? Where was he playing last? But I just couldn't believe I was in awe on how good you were. I was I it kind of threw me off. I was like, holy shit. But then you were, like I said, this guy's a truck. Like, guys are trying to run into him. He's just skating through people. I'm like, oh, I'm like, note to self. I am not fucking getting in that guy's way. I, my body parts would explode if I ran into him. I'm like, but uh, I was just like, but yeah, I was impressed by it. But then now it's kind of funny that everything's kind of full, like, circle now because Saint said something. I seen you yeah. play there. And then now fucking here we are. Yeah, that's fine. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, diesel truck and it gets in gear sometimes you just can't hit the brakes quick enough you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) Um, other bodies uh, will slow you down uh, (laughs) um but then uh i was playing like i said playing beer leagues and like you guys probably experienced fucking beer leagues man some guys are just heroes like i'm not out there to chirp people or anything like that yeah guys are fucking they just got to wear the capes all the time and and try to run people when the game's on a different side it's like man everybody's got to work tomorrow type of thing like i'm just out there for a skate yeah drink your beer shut up yeah so sometimes it ends up like you got to do what you got to do and i've gotten in a couple bad beer league ones where i've beat up the guy pretty bad and it's like well it's your own fault type thing i feel i don't feel any any shame for what i did you're you want to be an asshole that's gonna happen do you ever get that one sorry go ahead no i was just saying play stupid games get exactly yeah exactly yeah 
Like, like that's what I was going to say. Did you ever get that guy that's just coming after you because he knew you played somewhat pro? I mean, I semi pro. There was a kid. There was a kid in fucking just it was in junior C, and he was like a tough guy, and he was running. He's, he's got a big mouth. He was running his mouth. We were in the finals of like a Sunday beer league, like that FGHL league, and shit popped off. And finally, we went at it, and I fucking speed bagged him. And I was like, man, like. Like you brought this on yourself. <laughs> like that's on you. I don't I have no remorse or anything like that. You like, don't know who it was? What what was his name? Oh, I do know who it was for sure. I don't want to <laughs> fucking he's like, I'll tell you that when we're off the air here <laughs> yeah. in a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Funny, because I probably know who it is. Because I know right. he's younger. Play he's a younger guy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, so what's it like there for the freaking birds? Like you guys are buzzing right now, aren't you? You guys like packed houses like what's going on there phyllis should they be flying not buzzing we're uh <laughs> we're, hey, rob the birds the bird. oh now you're giving me the bird yeah there you oh, go fuck. there's my bird hey, yeah blue we're, we're fucking we're on a roll we're seven and one and um we got a good group of guys like i one of the refs uh kenny um that does all the leagues he uh he was like hey um there's, there's a guy trying to start senior a down here and I've been like waiting for that shit because everywhere else has fucking senior a. So if you don't want to play beer league, you can do that when you're done and it's still competitive. Mm-hmm. And I was like, perfect. Like, what's his name? He's like, I told him to call you. So I was like, all right. So I got a call from Joe, uh, Bernie, our, our owner, and he's our head coach as well. And I was like, yep, sign me up. I'm fucking, I'm, I'm on board. He's like, I was like, tell me who you want, who you don't want. I was like, I'll contact all the guys because I know all, know all the guys around here that are good and still want to play. And I've, the hockey community around here is small, right? So it's mm-hmm. so I reached out to all my buddies and every, the guys that were on board are, are there and they're loving it. And it's it's honestly the best time. Like, and there's some stud guys. hockey players. That's that's pretty much why we, we do everything local because there's so many good hockey players from this yes. area, right? Yeah. Yeah, like fuck, we got our game one. We had like 570 fans. Really? Like, That's and awesome. And Tilbury, and then mm-hmm. the next game, 500 again. Um, I've missed. I missed uh, one. I missed two home games. Now I missed last this past weekend, and there was over 400 again. And then I'm assuming this Saturday coming up because we're playing Strathroy, who's the only team that's beaten us. It's going to be packed again and like it's pretty cool like they've been selling beers and shit at the game too which is you gotta sell beer to bring the fans in rob's yeah. like i'm listening <laughs> yeah i yeah. wish i wish that arena was closer and not in fucking Tilbury. Oh, we, we should go one night oh though. we'll go yeah. for sure I'll, I'll hands down we'll go yeah yeah i think like my my girlfriend and my parents and like my buddies are next weekend i got a couple of buddies in from out of town i think they're getting a party bus and they're coming to the game so that's like, I was like, that's fucking awesome. I'll be on the party bus on the way home then after the game. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Might, I might have time for that. Yeah. <laughs> does, it but, roll uh, through, does it roll through Essex? That's what we need to know. Yeah. <laughs> make, probably make a couple of pit stops. But, uh, yeah, it's been awesome, man. Like, great group of, great group of guys. Um, everybody gets along. Everybody's played junior. So it's like, and we're all fucking grown men. Like, we're all adults. Like, nobody needs to like nobody cries about ice time shit like that everybody knows like everybody wants to win kind of thing even though it is senior and like it is serious and guys like it's kind of like that second chance for some guys that never yeah. really have that didn't get that good experience in junior and 
now that we have a good group here. And there's much more, I would say, probably much more respect in that league than there would be in a beer league, right? Like where you're not yeah. going to run somebody, especially from behind or something stupid, well, because every single guy in that league is working for a living. You'd be fucking surprised. <laughs> oh, yeah? It gets crazy like that? Yeah, we had a guy on our team fucking spear guy in the face. I guess when I was in there on. Oh my god! So, so you guys getting some fucking scraps out there, or what's oh, the Yeah, yeah. It just depends. Like, a lot of guys are smart, and they will, they know who's who and who to fuck with and who not to fuck with. Mm. Kind of thing out there. The if game you're notes. Not, Checking the game if you, notes. If you're not, then you're dumb. Like, because there's some guys like, like I'll tell the guys like, or guys will be chirping from the other team that I know, and I'll just be like, no, to pick another guy because it's not. I, I, I promise you, man. Like, I, yeah. I don't want to do that type of thing. Yeah. And I, there's a lot of guys I played against and I'm buddies with and on other teams in the league, which is kind of funny and, and cool, full circle that I played against a junior kind of thing. Now playing against him again, which is uh, which is a good good laugh at the face off circle every time too. <laughs> That's funny. So I've I've noticed that in every or at least mostly all of the organizations you've been with, Dylan you've been selected to wear a letter uh, and the majority of them end up ultimately wearing the C. I know you spoke to this earlier, but if you could elaborate, that'd be great. What do you think coaches see in you that sets you apart from other players? Like, how are you leader? Um, I think I'm a very positive guy. Um, and like, I wear my heart on my sleeve type of thing. I care a lot. Um, and I want to win. Like, I hate fucking losing. I hate losing more than anything. Like, like it fucking drives me. I don't even care if it's fucking like, like pick up their like fucking beer leagues. I hate losing. It's just like, if you're going to do something, you might as well fucking do it right type of thing. I just, when it comes to hockey, especially. And I just, I don't know. I think I know I'm a hard worker and I will do the little things I have to, to win. Like I, I know I put up points and stuff like that, but it's what guy other teams or people probably don't see is that like I'm a, also like a coach will penalty get kill guy like when I was playing pro I'll, I'll fight the biggest guy on the other team if he does something to, to my teammates like it doesn't matter what it is um I'm just yeah I've not always been like that my I've been raised like that um so I, I think that kind of mm-hmm. attributes to that for sure mm-hmm. And he's going to have a dirty handlebar mustache, too, out there. So that's how it's going to go on there, too. First team all muzzy. <laughs> Just saying, awesome. you got to throw that in there, too. That's yeah, part And you got to send it to us because uh, we're having uh, yeah, we're doing a, little a contest, contest where you uh, best, yeah, best yeah, yeah. dirtiest mustache. Uh, I'm actually the picture of these fucking idiots put in the group chat. And they were like, <laughs> please bring it back. <laughs> I'll zoom in. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> oh my man. All right, I'll do it. Oh, yeah, you need yeah. it. The girlfriend's gonna love that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you just won't have to go out for dinner for the next month. No, I told him free rides, babe. There you go. Oh yeah, fuck yeah. That's that. That's how what's the so mustache thick. ride? What's that? Said, that's <laughs> fucking. That's how it gets so thick. Uh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got I got one more question for you. So so uh, like how how baseball players have walk up songs, you know, like when they when they walk up to the plate or whatever. Yeah. If, if if they took out that stupid fucking horn, 
and you had a, a goal scoring song what what would your goal scoring song be Ooh. wow i love that uh, question because it gets everybody wow that's a good one fuck i don't even know telling your quickest one to ever answer that was was it gomez right scotty gomez yeah. i think was the quickest what one the to answer. fuck did he say he just said anything by the stones, but it was like this. So when he said it, Jesus, I don't even know. That's so a hard. Singing new in the car, Britney Spears, Taylor Swift, like whatever you know, whatever. Probably, I'd throw some Bieber on there. <laughs> some Biebs. Yeah. He's a believer. Oh, I'm a believer. I'm definitely a believer. I feel like a woman. <laughs> <laughs> so Rob definitely heard that in the car. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's funny, but yeah, man, this has been fucking. Awesome, dude. Uh, Tristan, do you have anything else for him? Because I'm tapped, bro. No, I'm tapped as well. It's been a pleasure, Dylan. You're a fantastic person. And uh, sounds like you're just as good of a hockey player. So it's been a pleasure. I appreciate it, guys. It's been yeah, fun, great. Dude, good luck. We're going to end up shooting out there for a game. And if we do, you got to like meet us after, even if we uh, sip a couple beers somewhere around the rank or something. We'll figure something well, out. We're sponsored by uh... – the woodcraft out there so we'll go for a couple of nights in there. yeah awesome. we're, we're in man we're in for sure yeah. we, got, we got a driver tristan doesn't drink yeah tristan doesn't drink so he's driving us yep rough go <laughs> i'm the deed but yeah That's man seriously ride home from yeah. <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> rob hacking darts me puffing no, jays the whole no more darts back. no more darts bro yeah. Oh, okay. So you'll be puffing jays for you. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> no. But anyways, dude, thank you. This has been great. You're welcome. Any fucking time here, dude. And uh, good luck. And we're, you're going to probably see us out there soon. Awesome. Thanks, boys. I appreciate it. I could do